when I was a kid, we didn't have technology per se. We didn't have computers. We didn't have the internet or the right kind of form. No, when we were bored, we would reach for a board game. And today we're going to have our guest Crystal join us and draft our essential board games. I hope you're ready. another episode of the planet fantasy podcast and as always we're your hosts damon and kyle how's it going man it's good man i um have inexplicably gotten sucked back into game of thrones i swore it would never happen again but um (sighs) i'm deep into season five so i know it's about to go downhill and i'm trying to jump ship but i'm too invested again so i don't know why i do this to myself how are you (laughs) i'm good um i've watched some more pixar movie since we've talked last i i think i've done brave and cars 2 which i think will is the worst pixar movie i've ever seen um yeah. but you know it's been pretty good just watching psych still just going on that binge uh so i've been pretty good just that and work that that's pretty much all i've got going on so love it well we are we are joined by a guest today we're joined by our good friend crystal how are you hey i'm good I uh, I started watching TV at work this week, which I, I never did working from home for the last year for some reason. <laughs> and uh, I've been like flying through uh, offshoots of The Bachelor. Yes. So I started with The Bachelor Winter Games, which is like an Olympics wannabe, but Bachelor version. And now I'm on my first season of Bachelor in Paradise. And it's just the perfect background, like no brain cells show Mm -hmm. and then of course i'm still working my way through the marvel tv series because there is a million episodes to watch yes yes so many (laughs) um well it sounds like we are all pretty busy and you know in the pop culture um you know but we're kind of going in a different direction this week for our draft okay um it might be pretty nostalgic or it might be you know, even a bit foreign to some people out there. Uh, I'm talking about a good old-fashioned board game. That's right, we're doing board games draft. Uh, Kyle, you want to break it down? Yeah, so um, we're like Damon said, we're taking kind of a, a trip down memory lane. Um, I haven't played a board game in God knows how long, but we are, uh, between the th- three of us, we're drafting 12 board games um, for each, and it's just... Our essentials, um, the ones we've played the most. Uh, I was telling Damon and Crystal before we started recording, this made me realize like how long it's been since I've even touched a board game. But they're really fun. Like they're kind of like a part of my childhood a little bit. And this will be this will be a lot of fun. So um, it's really simple. It's just if it counts, you know, as a board game, I'm pretty sure we won't count something like a Uno. But as long as it's got a board of some fashion and there's an argument made for it, it it qualifies. Um, for our list game, we're also keeping it simple. What's our list game this week, Damon? Board games. <laughs> In case there was any doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that describes the rules to that one. So, uh, Crystal, 
if you'll start us off, and then uh, Kyle, second, I'll go third. Okay. Uh, we're going to keep it classic. I'll start with Monopoly. Hmm. Friendship ruiner. Um, life. Risk. Sorry. Um, let's go with Candyland. Terrible board game. The worst board game <laughs> ever. <laughs> Objectively the worst. Uh, trouble? Hmm. Clue. Nice. Um, let's go with Seen It. That's a good one. Taking um, it back. Checkers. Chess. Mm. Um, let's go with Blockbuster the Game. <laughs> uh, let's go with Trivial Pursuit. Ooh. Parcheesy. Ooh, yeah. Mm. That's a good one. Um, I think this counts battleship. Yeah, it's not a conventional board, but it's also not like a deck of cards. So <laughs> I, I would say, yeah, uh, Akbar's favorite game, Mousetrap. Nice. Hmm. Nightmare. Hmm, that's a good one. Um. Oh, let's see. Uh, Settlers of Catan, Catan, whatever it is. Just what I was about to say. <laughs> um. Okay, this game exists. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the board game. There's a Buffy game. I grew up playing it. There's so many pieces and tokens. It takes forever to set up and learn. And by that time, you're just kind of like, do we want to finish playing? <laughs> but it's fun. Uh, yeah. Um, ooh, Mom Madness. Hmm. That's a good one. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go with... Oh, what's the one? Uh, uh, cranium. Oh. Mm-hmm. Pictionary. Because it does have a board. <laughs> it's useless, but... <laughs> you say catchphrase, Crystal? I did. That's that's a good one. Um, shoot. Um... Close. Five, four, three. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Oh. <laughs> um, you were close. You had half of it. Shoots and ladders. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> uh, oh, I've only got a couple more. Scrabble. Mm-hmm. Um. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to Scrabble, but different. Boggle. Mm. Um, 
Chinese checkers. <laughs> I was really hoping you wouldn't come up with one there. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it to you. I think I got to um, give it to you there. All right. That was that was a good one, though. We went for much longer than I expected. Yeah. I mean, it seems super easy, but then it's like, I can't think of a single one. It's like when someone asks you to name a movie and you're like, I've never yeah. seen a movie. <laughs> what are movies? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So I needed this win because I wanted the order. Okay. I wanted first pick. I'm going to get that. Okay. We're going to go with Kyle with the second pick and Crystal with the third. Okay, okay. Okay. So, board games draft. Um, I grew up playing pretty much games, board games specifically and card games. Um, it's kind of what we did when we would go to like one of my grandparents' house. It'd be what we'd all do as a family. Um, I mean, this was kind of before like the 2000s even. Like this was in the 90s. So like there was not much technology going on or even available. So like I had nothing to pull. I was like a bored little kid. So whenever we were able to do something like that, I'd jump the jump at the chance. So I I love board games. And of course, this one that I'm going to pick first is actually not a very big time party game though. Okay. It's not the one that you can play with your family. It's not going to be super fun. This game is is more strategic. Um, it's going to be a little bit more methodical, and uh, it's just going to be one on one. You know, you you versus uh, someone else. Uh, and I'm talking about one of the oldest games of the world. You know, uh, I'm talking about chess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it you know, and I'm not picking this because you know it's like maybe you know one of the most well known games. It's it's also you know a sport. I don't think any other board game can be considered that other than chess. Yep. But um, I just love playing chess. I, I love what it takes to play. I love the unpredictability. I love how it changes from person to person, matchup to matchup. Um, if anyone listening doesn't know how to play, what what's going on, guys? <laughs> what's wrong? Um <laughs> I don't really know how. I mean, I like I know how each piece moves. I understand like physically how to play. And, and that's all you need. That's the play. basics. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Going forward from there, you know, there's there's so much to learn. I don't even know like five percent of it. There's so much strategy out there. There's books on books on books. Um, I'm a very very basic player myself, but I just remember like growing up and having my dad teach me how to play and like, you know, just being there for hours, just, you know, trying to plan out my moves and trying to beat them or, you know, get, get as many pieces as I could. It was, it was really fun, great bonding. Um, but the game itself is just, I don't know. I, I like a game where the fact is you can, you're pretty much trying to play five, six moves ahead. And I'm, you know, not too many games really require that. Um, and so it just takes this really crazy level of thinking and strategy that I really, really like. You know, it's a mind fuck and it's really a really mind stretch. So I love it, you know, and I feel like it's a classic for a reason. So, Crystal, what do you feel about that? Um, 
a couple of things. I like that you went into your first pick by saying, my first pick isn't a game where you'll have fun, <laughs> which I just think is wild for a board game draft. <laughs> it is no fun, fun though. That's the thing, though. Like, I have fun. Yeah, I just don't mean fun isn't like a, oh, yeah, you know, we're laughing. It's not a like, hey, let's get drunk on Friday night and play chess. <laughs> yeah, that brings up a really funny story where I played chess at a party once. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I put it past you, my friend. <laughs> I don't know why there, there was a chess board there. Everyone was having time and we, you know, threw the challenge down. And I, I remember like looking at the board sideways playing. I definitely lost that game. But I remember that. Um, what were it. your other points? Where else were you thinking, Crystal? I don't know if I've ever played a full game of chess in my life. And um, I might just keep that streak running. <laughs> have no have no desire to play it. I'm going to talk more about it before my picks, but I think I need something more fast paced than that. Like that to me seems super boring. And like waiting for the other person to make their move, I would just be like, oh, my God, I need to do something. Oh, no. But see, that's, that's it the chess. You're constantly planning your moves the entire time. You're you're waiting for them to move. You're thinking if they're moving there, I'm going to be moving here, and up right up until they move. I don't know. I I just love how love how mental it is. I would um, like maybe- it in theory because I really really like reality TV. Like I watch a lot of like social strategy reality TV games. Right, Big Brother is my favorite <laughs> show yeah. uh, when it comes to reality TV survivor a second to that so it's like in in theory i love that idea of like trying to think ahead and like figure out like if they do this i do this and i guess it's just like yeah i think it's a pacing thing for me That's but very it is classic, like i can't i can't deny that mm-hmm. maybe i don't have the brain uh <laughs> base for it. <laughs> it it's definitely not for everybody and like I, you know, haven't really played it for a long time other, uh, you know, until the show that is Queen's Gambit popped up and got me really wanting to play again. You know, it's not something I want to play all the time, but when I play it, I remember like, oh, man, I just love how this, you know, it's like a true mental exercise that really gets my brain really sharp. So, Kyle, how do you feel about chess? Yeah, you mentioned the Queen's Gambit. There's two pieces of of. Uh, pop culture that made chess like something I wanted to do and it's it's the Queen's Gambit but it was also growing up it was objectively the best Pixar short of all time Uh, I think it's before a bug's life like the old man playing with himself Mm -hmm. that doesn't sound great Uh, the old man playing chess with himself Uh, (laughs) it's so funny it's like the funniest thing ever leave it to Pixar to like do all these amazing short films before their movies but um uh, yeah, that was like always something I loved growing up. And I, for a time, like played chess for like more than like most other board games. I would, I remember we had a, um, we had like a really old, uh, it, it's weird. It wasn't Pirates of the Caribbean, but it was like pirate, pirate themed. I don't know. It was really strange, but all of the pieces were like molded after pirates for some reason. Um, so, I was the same way. I play with my dad all the time. Um, I love chess. I am definitely like not. I haven't played in a long time. Watching the Queen's Gambit made me want to play it again. Um, 
just saying Beth Harmon is going to be my Halloween costume this October. <laughs> but uh, which outfit? I, I'm still deciding, but something involving horse tranquilizers. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I just I want to get back into it because it is like it's such a fun strategy based game. And I I'm kind of with Crystal where like once I finish my move, I would just not be thinking about the other person's move. And I would just be like, I just kind of want to do something else now. Like and that's that's on that's on my like inability to focus on things like that's not the game is great. But I just I would move and then I'd be like can we like take a break or like go play something else or something? <laughs> um, but watching people play chess is super fun. If it's like two people who like really know what they're doing, because especially so to keep bringing up the queen's game, but like, the, I, I don't know what it's called, but when they like ring the, the thing next to the board, um, when it's like a fast paced game, that shit is great. I love that. Um, so chess is great. Around. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and I don't know. I love it. it. There's a reason it's one of like the oldest, um, out there. I mean, it's, it's endured for, for this long. So that's a, that's a good way to start the draft. I think it's like the classic like board game. So mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah. I, I feel like I probably could have gone a little lower now with it, but you know, it had, it had to be picked and I didn't want to risk it, you know? So, uh, that leads us to our second pick. And I believe I have Kyle there. So Kyle, hit us with that first pick of yours. Okay. Um, I was worried when you took the first pick because I thought this was going to be taken, but I'm glad it's still available. There were not a lot of ones that I like needed to, to pick, but this one I would have been really sad if I didn't get it. So um, as Damon and Crystal know from our Among Us nights, I'm a real slut for mystery and for <laughs> accusing people of murder. Um, so I got to go with Clue. It's uh, it's a classic for for just many reasons. Um, I think everyone loves like that idea of of like gathering clues and figuring like pretending you're a detective without actually doing any of the hard work. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's like so many different versions of this game. So if you're listening and somehow you haven't played Clue, you know you're basically on this board. I forgot the name of the manor, but the scenario is that you're a bunch you're like this cast of characters that are um at this this manor and someone is murdered and you have to go around the the mansion uh basically figuring out like who killed the person in what room with what weapon. Um there's a, an incredible movie that has been spawned from it. Not a lot of great board game movies, but Clue <laughs> is one of them. Um and yeah, there's like so many different versions of it. I'm partial to the the Harry Potter one, obviously. I'm also I, I really love the Downton Abbey one. Um, and I say that as someone who hasn't seen a single episode of Downton Abbey. I just really love playing it because I'll play it with my friends and we'll all put on really offensive British accents and just accuse each other. Um, <laughs> it's a good time. You know, Olivia is stuff. not going to like that. Comment. Yeah, somewhere Liv is fuming. Um, but uh, it, it's a classic. I mean, I just. I love the uh, the idea of like kind of sussing out who who did what, and again, you don't have to do any of the real work. You're just kind of moving around the board at your own pace, and and I, I enjoy that. So that's that's got to be my first pick. Dig it, Crystal. What do you think, Clue? I love it. I mean, I am totally with you, Kyle, on the like mystery detective thing. Like, I don't know if it's like a kid thing or just something that everyone goes through. But like, 
I still love mystery shit. Like I basically exclusively read if I'm if I'm not reading something like sci-fi fantasy, it's like exclusively like a thriller mystery novel. Mm. Uh, it's just fun to like, yeah, like you said, you get to solve a murder and accuse your friends of doing murder. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my favorite version was um I don't know if you guys had this in the States. So I'm from Canada. And there was like promotions where you would get a like a computer game and a cereal box. And it was like a full game and they were it was super lit. And I wish they still did that honestly. But one of the games was like a computerized version of Clue. Nice. And I wow. probably played that I was like there's a huge age gap between me and my siblings. Um so games that I could play one player, like computer games, were were perfect. So I played a lot of Clue. Clue is a classic. Yeah. Um, I don't actually think I've played any other version of Clue other than the original. Um, I guess I'm kind of a Clue purist, you know. Uh, that was one of the games that we like. It was in our heavy rotation. Is one of the boards that, like, when you pull it out, you have to hold both sides, or else everything was going to just fall apart. The board, <laughs> the, the the case, the box itself was just not really a box anymore. It was yep. just a flat piece of paper that you were holding. Um, <laughs> I like I love playing that game because y'all, like y'all said, it's all about the mystery. You're you're just trying to figure something out. You're putting on your detective hat. The board itself, um, and of course, I'm sure all the versions are pretty, pretty aesthetically pleasing. You know, all the different rooms and areas. Um, I remember always hating how long it took to move. Um, yeah. It always felt like you were just going at a snail's pace, and it was like we're in a mansion. Like, why am I only taking two steps at a time? Come on. <laughs> um, but. Like and then of course like the clue you know trying to figure out who did it and the the revolver the pieces were so cool like I always loved that the little rope and everything like that that was really well done um, playing it now as an adult I feel like it is it's a little flawed just because I, I feel like once you guess it it's it's not much more to it after after then like mm-hmm. you either kind of know or you don't know. Um, and the like, you know, and then when you reveal the cards, I'm um, always forget like you you reveal the cards to everybody, right? Uh, when when someone finally guesses, yeah, only if it's correct, like only, only if, if no one correct. has the cards, yeah, mm-hmm. right, gotcha. And uh, I, you know, that happens, and then for the most part, if you don't get it right, you almost kind of cancel out mm-hmm. some of those. I don't know. I re- it's been a while since I've played. I will say that. Um, but ugh, this game is super fun. I love the names. Also, uh, mm-hmm. was it Miss Peacock, Mister yep. Green, uh, Professor Plum, Colonel Mustard, Colonel Mustard? <laughs> I think Scarlet. I was always, yes, I was always Mister Green. Who were y'all? Miss Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah, I think I was either Miss Scarlet or Professor Plum. Nice. She was the hottest on the computer game version of Clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the movie, like you know, I said I have a game, uh, the board game that is a sport and of course Kyle is a board game that is the best movie hands down um how do y'all feel about them making it into another movie with Ryan Ryan Reynolds they yeah. are yeah I don't know about that I didn't oh. know about that yeah uh, I feel like it's just gonna be Deadpool like uh, it's a solid myth for me 
Yeah. It's, it's unnecessary. We don't need it. Although, Damon, you are watching Psych right now, and I will say season seven has a clue episode, and it's the greatest thing ever. They record, I mean, they taped like five different endings to it, and it's the funniest. It's, it's great. You have to let me know when you get to that. I cannot wait. I'm, I'm season four, so I'm trudging through it. I'm, I'm ready for that. Um, the clue, I feel like that definitely is worth a uh, first round pick. I definitely think that's solid. Um, and before we get to Crystal's next pick, we're going to go to a quick break. Here at Planet Fantasy, we're all about the TV shows. Uh, we pretty much grew up on it. Uh, Kyle, uh, what do you remember watching nonstop as a kid? Yeah, uh, I was a big fan of The Twilight Zone growing up. Um, that was a big thing that my dad and I did together, was just binge episodes of that, reruns on TV. Um, what about you? Well, um, I always have these vivid memories of being at my mom's, and uh, she'd always have Walker, Texas Ranger, on. Mm. And uh, we'd watch Chuck Norris beat the hell out of people, you know. Uh, we'd go back and forth between Chuck Norris and soaps, you know. Uh, we had a big old passion for passions, you know, the one with Timmy, the doll that turned that was alive. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, we could always talk about these um, or we could draft them. And I, I think we'll be doing a little bit more of that in our upcoming series, Children of the Tube. Uh, where we're going to be breaking down all of our favorite shows deca- decade by decade. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be starting with the, the 1960s. So um, this is going to be an ongoing series, guys. It's going to be monthly. So stay tuned for Children of the Tube uh, uh, starting next month. And we're back, guys, from break. And uh, we're just talking about board games, guys. Uh, And we just have two off the board. And we're going to Crystal with her first two picks. Hit us, Crystal. So I kind of hinted at it already in my comments, but I like something fast-paced. It's going to keep my attention. Um, The kind of game, I think you see this more with cards, but it works with board games, too. The kind of game that's going to take a short amount of time, but you can play many times versus a game that's going to take you three hours. Hmm. Um, I also realized once writing my entire list that I'm not sure if two of them count as board games. So uh, we're going to have to see how this goes. Uh, so my first one, they're all relatively newer. Um, and. Oh, oh, hold, hold on before that, my quick background on board games um my family is very very competitive all of us are very very competitive i'm the youngest of four um with quite a big age gap and my siblings just like never let me win anything so i don't think i won a board game until i was like 13 um which taught me a lot you know uh it taught me to be a good loser because every time i would like start crying they would just be like we're not playing with you anymore and then they would walk away and leave me by myself so i learned my lesson I'm now a good loser. I'm not that good of a winner, as you both know from Among Us. But <laughs> <laughs> we're not all perfect. Um, so on that note, and kind of with all that in mind, my first pick is Betrayal at House on the Hill. Ooh. Um, have either of you played this game? 
Oh yeah. yeah you both have. Okay, cool. Um, so I love it for those of you who may not be familiar with it. Basically you build the board as you go, um, with each person placing rooms and the rooms that you place affect the way the story goes. Um, eventually one of you becomes the betrayer and is trying to kill all the other people or thwart their plans of escape in some way. Um, I mean, of course I love it. I love when you have one person against the rest of the people. I love that you don't really know um, what the goals of each side are. Like if you're on the opposite side, you don't really know what the goal of that person is. So there's the side of like trying to figure out what they're trying to do while also like achieving your goals. Um, Yeah, I like games that are kind of sneaky and a little bit spooky. Um, I think it goes back to the clue thing. It's everyone likes to solve a mystery. Um, and, uh, and and everyone likes a little spooky. Just a little spooky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's my first pick. Kyle, how do you feel about Betrayal at House on the Hill? Yeah, so this one was definitely on my list. Um, but I'm glad it got picked. Uh, <laughs> t- like Speaking about like what... Damon was saying with Clue with aesthetic, like this game has one of the coolest aesthetics ever. Uh, I love the design on the like the actual box, um, and yeah, this is this is so fun. Uh, I agree, Crystal. I love anything that like pits one person versus everyone else. That's my favorite. Those are my favorite mini games in Mario Party. Um, I just love ganging up on someone. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, this one is is super fun. I think it's kind of the same thing as like uh, Clue. It's like that mystery aspect, but there's some some spoopy elements. Um, I have a, a friend who DMs a lot of D and D parties and he's used this game for inspiration quite a bit. Um, just kind of brought aspects and elements from it. And I think that like there are, um, I don't know what they're, I'm not big into D and D, but I, I know there are books that they release every year with like new, I don't know, stories or something. And they themselves have even pulled elements from this game. Um, and so, yeah, this game is is super fun. It's like writing, kind of like writing your own murder mystery, and then having your friends kind of influence it, which is always mm-hmm. a good time. It's always chaotic, which I I live for. <laughs> Very. Um, building the board, I think, is like one of my favorite aspects of the game of any game. You know, like it it's however you want to go, wherever you want to start going, um, and like everyone's do- going towards the same. Uh, quest right it's been a minute since i played mm-hmm. um they're all going towards the same and someone is ends up becoming the sabotage the saboteur yeah. gotcha yeah. um this game is super fun because it's i've seen one that's like gone within like 15 minutes and i've seen another that lasted like an hour and a half yeah it really just depends on what happens it, it's super crazy it really is like choose your own adventure um we my friends in a Myself, uh, from one of my old uh, jobs, we used to would go to this board game bar, which actually started becoming really big in Colorado. We'd have a lot of them, and this one's super dope. We always go sometime after work, have some drinks, play some games, and this was one of the ones that we you know usually would play. Um, my friend Hunter was really big on it. Um, though my only problem was I didn't get to play it enough, so I just don't know about all the variety but it seems like it, it's so much it's endless you know 
it's really, really replayable because the way it's not only the way you build the board, but it's the circumstances that the betrayal happens creates different storylines. And I think there's something like 30 different scenarios. Like it's a very replayable game. Right. And I've only done a handful. Mm -hmm. So I just want to play this game more and more, which really states how fun it is. You know, Um, I definitely want to keep spending hours on it. Um, there's a lot of expansions to the game. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a ton. I have not played them, but I've only played the original, but I know there's, there's a bunch. I think there's a legacy version even, even, you know, like that's a big thing with some of the newer video, uh, board games, which are pretty cool. You know, at, you, every time you play it, it's picking up from where you last stopped. So mm-hmm. I think this is a really good game. It's super popular. I see it talked about in every single list of board games. Um, I had fun every single time I played it, so mm-hmm. big ups. Um, and I have to commend us, no Monopoly so far. I was going to say, I wasn't going to say anything to jinx it, but I, I'm very proud of us all. Good job, gang. <laughs> um, Crystal, hit us uh, with that first pick of the second round. Okay. And then she goes with Monopoly. <laughs> I'm a leftist. I'm not going to pick Monopoly. Come on, guys. Eat the rich. Um... Okay, I'm going to go with the one that you guys might challenge me on. Uh, and I'm, I'm willing I'm willing to take that challenge. Have you ever heard of the game Jungle Speed? No. Okay. It's a card-based game, um, but it's not a card game. It's like unique playing cards, not like a deck of cards. And there's a totem pole in the middle, like an actual totem pole. It's about like this big. Sure, I can see you're both Googling it, so you're going to know what it looks like. Um, you flip the cards, and there's a couple different circumstances. I won't explain it all, but basically, if your card matches with someone else's around, um, you both have to try to grab this totem pole at the same time. Um, so it's sort of like speed, uh, and it's sort of like slapjack in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but basically, there's also cards where everyone playing has to try to grab the totem pole at the same time. Um, so I actually have two scars on my hand from playing. playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll have to send you guys like a picture of my hands after because I'm not exaggerating. Uh, we had a family rule. We, we played as a family. This is not like a friend game growing up. And it was like, okay, we're going to play jungle speed today. Everyone go trim your nails. And we'd all have to like cut our nails down and like no jewelry um because like we go hard we're really competitive (laughs) (laughs) um Um, and i love it because like i said it kind of checks all the boxes for me it's super fast paced um you kind of have to like it keeps your attention it's it can go quick or be longer like it's kind of war style rules so the last person with the most cards at the end you want to collect them all to win other way around sorry you want to get rid of them all the win and um yeah it can go really fast or it can go back and forth but it's always like interesting it keeps your attention there's enough like alteration cards that keep it fresh like keep you looking for different things like patterns versus colors and things like that um yeah it's 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 fun and it's a little bit violent which isn't that the best way for games to be yeah for sure for um sure. As far as qualifying for a board game, I feel like the cards technically being a part of the game itself 
I feel like that coupled with the totem itself, I would say it's a boardish game. Yeah. Okay. You say, Kyle. Uh, yeah, I'd say the same thing. When she said that there's bodily injury happening, that's when I was in because that's a board game. The mark of a good board game is if you get hurt. So <laughs> it counts. Um, and the idea of that being kind of like slapjack, which is like absolutely one of my favorite card games, mm-hmm. uh, like brings me back to high school in the gym and just my hand just bleeding, just like, <laughs> good God. Um, this game looks very intriguing and I've never, ever heard of it. Um, I like it looks like there's different kind of colors for the that you can get for your totem. That's cool. Um, how many different kind of like cards are there? You said they're like different alteration cards. Like, Hold on, I might actually have it within reaching distance. So are you, you you said you're trying to to do what exactly? What is the object of the game? Get rid of your cards. Get rid of the cards, and you're yeah. so you're throwing them down. And you're slapping the totem on the cards if to give them to other people? You grab the totem if your pattern matches someone else's pattern as you're flipping. Like you just flip in front of you. Um, and yeah, you grab the totem if it matches. And hmm. the person who doesn't grab it takes the other person's cards. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. it's almost kind of like a modified slapjack with, with extra uh, flair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's basically like a reaction style game like that. Right. I like it. I like the stuff. art style of the board. I mean, of the uh, box and everything. I'm digging it. I will. I would only say I don't know about going with a game that I've never heard of for your second pick. <laughs> but it sounds really fun, Kyle. What do you think? Uh, I also really like that it's like it seems like it's a really quick one and done. Like you can play like a bunch of rounds of this really quickly. Yeah. Um, that makes me happy. That that I feel like that would be like the perfect game. So, uh, yeah, I had also never heard of it, but now I really want to play it. I also haven't played Slapjack in a good few years. So, uh, yeah, anything involving like slapping something or hitting something is 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 a win. So I like I like this pick. <laughs> yeah. You're going to oh. notice a trend of, like, aggressively competitive games. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, question. Nice. Did any of y'all call Slapjack Egyptian Rat Screw? No. No. I, <laughs> For, I don't know why. It's just, but that's one, another name that we called it where I, where I was uh, growing up. Okay. I have hey. no clue. It's a weird one. Well, that's, uh-huh. like the best, that's the best thing about these classic board games and card games is that they all have their own variations depending on like where you are regionally, right? Like, oh, I love that. Like where I so where I live now, my friend has all these crazy rules for Uno that I had never heard before I moved here. So it's like I just love that about all these all these games. Well, let's be real. It's because we end up losing the rules. And so <laughs> like, you have to you're going to have to make your own at some point because you maybe you're like i could have swore this was a rule but it, it was never a rule it's yeah. like um, your pong there's different house rules right. with every house right, right? Yeah. exactly everyone <laughs> does scrabble just a slightly <laughs> bit different everyone does their monopoly way you know yeah definitely everyone does monopoly wrong of course really <laughs> just playing it in the first place <laughs> <laughs> another dunk um well I like that combo you got there, Crystal. Uh, let's go ahead and head on to Kyle's second pick. 
Okay. Um, so I'm glad Crystal went with like a game with lots of cards and not a conventional board because this one also doesn't have a conventional board. It counted for the list game, so I think it'll count for this. This is the one I probably played the most growing up. Um, I'm going to go with Battleship. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, this one is like one another one that's like really simple. Um, it's basically you've got, you know, you've got your... Uh, the game kind of folds out. It's just 1v1. You can't play with more than two people at a time. But um, oh, they do have versions where you can play with four, but I've never played that one. Anyway, they have the, the thing kind of folds out, and you have basically uh, like a submarine, a, a, a few submarine pieces, and you're placing them on your, your side of the board. Um, and then you have hit and miss tokens, and basically you're like picking spots on the board to drop missiles and trying to sink each other's battleships. Um, and yeah, this is this game is like as close as I ever want to get to naval combat. Um, <laughs> like I said, it was the one I played the most growing up. This was the game more than anything else, probably even more than like, like even more than 007 GoldenEye, like anything that made my brother and I just absolutely go apeshit and like almost kill each other was this game. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a ton of fun. It's another one that, depending on how you play it, can go really quickly, or it can take forever. Um, I've I've recently discovered that uh, iPhone or Apple has like built-in games um, with like texting, and Battleship is one of them. So I'm gonna be spamming that for the rest of my life um, and just texting all my friends until they play play me back. Um, yeah, and uh, contrary to Clue, which spawned a great movie, this this also spawned a, a movie, but it was not good at all. Um, it, it was a terrible, terrible movie. Um, it spawned Damon's wife, Rihanna, starred Damon's wife, Rihanna. But Happy she, birthday, Riri. Is today her birthday? <laughs> yep. Oh my God! What an icon. Um, not her best, not her best moment, but uh, I, I don't. The movie's not her fault. Um, but it made me want to see Hasbro just make a cinematic universe of really shitty board game movies. Um, like I really want to see a, a game of life movie, but it literally is just like someone living life, like the most boring shit ever. It's like boyhood, but it's just the, the game of life. Um, I, I really want to see that, but, uh, yeah, battleship is just like a ton of fun. It's one of those board games. Some of these, like I said, like I just, I'm not able to focus really well on and I'll play one or two. And then kind of get bored, but I think with Battleship, I could just kind of play over and over again. So had to go with that one. Um, I'm waiting for that invite at Text Kyle. I'm Hell waiting yeah. for some uh, Battleship. It's been way too. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely one that was in heavy rotation. Uh, with whenever I had friends that came over, you know, that what really wasn't one I ever played with my family. I you know I don't know if it, I guess it just wasn't their kind of thing. But whenever I had a friend come come down we would always play just over and over again and because essentially you'd get mad that you lost so you'd always be like i got it we got to play again they'd get mad that they'd lose we got to play again um it was what five ships that you played against five or six yeah I think five. It was, yeah five one was like two little tugboat one was like three there was a four or five was the biggest one five or six it's five four three three two yeah I don't right. know why I have that memorized, but I do. <laughs> That's very impressive, Crystal. This is <laughs> yeah, it is. Just, you just have to that, 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 that,
Um, I just really like the setup. You know, very simple. The pegs. It was really cool to just really decide where to put your ships. That was, I think, maybe my favorite part. You're like, okay, I know I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get my friend. I'm gonna put him in this corner. There's no way they're gonna know because I never put it there. You know, um, or maybe I put it there the last game. There's no way I'd put a a ship in the exact same spot I did last time. You know, you love a strategy. You do these little juvenile strategy games, try to psych your friend out. Uh, it was just super fun. Um, I never had any kind of um, any gravity going towards ships uh, or naval anything. This was definitely the only thing I've ever liked about ships ever is battleships. This is definitely, in my opinion, the apex mountain of uh, ships. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm scared of boats, so I'm down with that. <laughs> I might go on a cruise one day. I don't know about that, though. I would never. And also, Battleship, the movie, was pretty much just Transformers in the water in yeah. a bad condition. So, I very much was Pacific so. Rim. No, Pacific Rim is awesome. Pacific Rim is Rock'em Sock'em Robots in the water. So oh, it's Rock'em Sock'em. If someone else drafts that. <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em like Godzilla in the water. Okay. <laughs> but done well. Um, Crystal, how do you feel about Battleship going off the board? Um, I like it. I think it's a, I think it's a really solid choice. Um, yeah, I played, I remember playing a lot of it with my sister growing up and I remember learning a lot of life lessons about strategy in that game. Like I remember being like, oh, this is really smart. And for some reason, putting all my boats connected (laughs) <laughs> and learning very quickly why that is an absolutely horrible idea. Yep. <laughs> um, so I'm a really strategic thinker now. Like that's one of my top resume skills um, is like strategic thinking and strategic planning. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame that on Battleship. I'm gonna say me learning those lessons in Battleship is why I'm so good at it in life. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I was. I'm happy you said it because I was gonna point out that you your choices went from the best board game movie to probably the worst board game movie. There's not um, many, for, I don't think. No, but like that is the spectrum. <laughs> it, it really <laughs> is. It covered it. <laughs> um, oh man, I, I'm very glad it got picked because I don't think I was gonna go for it. I didn't have it on my short list. But it's a classic. It, it's super fun. And one-on-one games aren't, um, I guess, like, I don't know. They're not super popular anymore as far as board games, you know? Board games are kind of like the the party game, like the thing to go to for parties. You know, you get the different variations now, of course, like Jackbox and everything. But, you know, like, it, it's kind of just what you want to do with friends. Um, but Battleship, there's nothing better than, like, you know, it was just you and your your only friend that you had over and y'all were just going to go ham on that for an hour or two, you know, and then watch some SpongeBob after. So, um, so that's Kyle's second pick and that's going to bring us to mine. Um, I'm thinking that, uh, the second pick is another one that I played a lot with my parents, uh, specifically my mom. This is her favorite board game. And before we get to that, we're going to go to a quick break. Play 
Planet Fantasy is brought to you by Planet Fantasy. Have you ever wondered who would win in a fight between Miss Piggy and Big Bird? Did you ever wonder if Kermit the Frog would be able to hold his own in a street fight? Well, we answer all these questions and more on episode 29, the Sesame Street Muppet Street Fight Draft. I hope you tune in and check it out. And we're back, guys, for another break. And where I left off was a little bit of cliffhanger, my second pick. Um, and it's going to be Scrabble. Mm. Yes. Uh, Scrabble is a game of words, you know, the things we say. Uh, mouth stuff. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know... You have your tiles. You, you randomly draw all your seven tiles, and each one is a letter with points uh, you know, put to each one. And you're essentially just trying to spell the, the best words to score you the most points each time. And you're just uh, having to connect them to the words that are already on the board. There's the double uh, letter, you know, the triple words, uh, all these little multipliers that can help you. But you're just trying to get the most points more than anybody. And like I said, I grew up playing with my mom all the time. Uh, we'd have anybody from my next door neighbor friend come over, my sister would play, any cousins would come over, we'd play. I don't really ever remember beating my mom ever. Um, it just didn't happen. She like, and this is someone who literally like for the past like 10 years has played like words with friends online and just play. It's just, that's what she does. It's just in her spare time. That's just what she does. She's weird, y'all. Okay, <laughs> no, but uh, I loved it. I, I, and for some reason, that was one game where I didn't get mad that I lost mm-hmm. because I am a very competitive person as well, and I was a board flipper uh, <laughs> as a wee little kid. Uh, I and like I would get mad, you know, when things just were got just my back up against the wall. And nothing was going right. I would just straight up like, nope, screw this game. I'm going home. And I was already home, so I just go to my room. But um, <laughs> but with Scrabble, like I always lost, but I always remember having fun, you know. And it's like you're just p- spelling words, but I don't know. I've always enjoyed the the chase of of trying to win and seeing the biggest points I can put on the board, the best words. I've you know. Uh, I think we're all writers here. Um, you know, I, I love words. I love the creativity and just knowing as many as possible. Um, and so it was just always a really fun time. Um, it's maybe not super high up there for a lot of people, but for me, I I never really had a dull session of, of Scrabble. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah. Um, as a As a survivor of... Um, being put into spelling bees as a child, this this game kind of is like semi traumatic for me. <laughs> uh, I also do really enjoy it. It was another one that very early on, like I played a ton with my my brother. Um, I, yeah, it's it's weird because like 
I also had that experience of like not really rage quitting with Scrabble. Like anything else, I would get super mad about. But I think it's because Scrabble, it was just like it's such a calming game anyway. It's kind of like Sudoku, where it's just like something you can just kind of relax and do, and it's pretty chill. Um, mm-hmm. There's doesn't really seem that there, there are a lot of stakes as with other games. Um, and yeah, it, it's just fun. I I I, I was also the. Uh, the, the 37 year old mother that played words with friends when it got big. And then I got bored with it after a while. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, this one is, is a classic also. I'm glad we're hitting all the kind of like the, the greatest hits of board games. Um, and I, I also maintain that QI is the stupidest shit ever. I had someone pull that on me and that was probably the last time I played Scrabble. I was like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. If you can pull QI out of your ass and it's not fun anymore. Um, but yeah, it's a great game. <laughs> Crystal, what do you, what's your views on Scrabble? Boring. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I can't remember playing a doll game of Scrabble. And I was like, every game of Scrabble is a doll game of Scrabble. Crystal just dunking on my picks again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Back to the chess one, man. It's like, as soon as my turn is done, I'm like, I'm bored. I want you to make your turn. I need to go do something else. This is just totally my ADHD brain, like totally coming out on display right now. But I can't. <laughs> yeah. And like, I like to think I'm a fairly intelligent person. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty highly educated person. I, I know, I know the words. I know some words. <laughs> And I'm just like not good at it. And um, I'm, I'm one of those people, unfortunately, this is a flaw that I've, I've tried to work on. One of those people who, uh, if I can't win at something immediately, I never want to do it again. Or like a hobby, like if I'm not immediately really good at it, I quit. Um, which I think everyone is to some extent. Anyway, I feel like Scrabble and chess to some extent kind of fit in that box for me being like way younger than all my siblings like of course I always lost growing up and that's why I was like I never want to play this this is this is stupid (laughs) that's fair you know um especially playing with people who just like know more words than you it can get pretty like uh depressing that that game um but I you know uh it's definitely not a game if you know if you're wanting quick pace because you know you could be a little while trying to be like, oh, I want this word, but I don't know where to put it. I want so many points, but I get these points for over here. Um, I don't know. I just really like it, um, but it's not for everybody. So that's okay, Crystal. We're going to play some online Scrabble, though. We'll, we'll oh, see yeah. if you know. That's your that's your best way to play the words with friends. You know, you don't have to wait. You're not, you're exactly, just, you're, you're, because as soon as I'm done, I can go do something else. That's yes. very true. Very um, true. I think, you know, I started playing chess just to get back on chess real quick. I started playing online chess after uh, Queen's Gambit, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm terrible at this because as soon as I'm done with my pick, I'm just gone. I'm putting it up. Whereas, like, when I'm playing the game, it's right in front of me. I'm looking at the board the whole time. Like I said, I'm actually planning my, my moves. But online chess i'm just putting my phone away and it's like nope i'm just completely i'm not playing a game what's happening <laughs> uh, oh god chess is on, online chess is just a, such a terrible idea or at least phone phone chess nope yeah um but scrabble yes um <laughs> so that's my second pick and i guess that's going to be my third pick next um so we're going to go with an actual 
kind of newer game, okay? Not a game that was made like over 50 years ago. I don't know when Scrabble was made. I didn't look that up. I think it's pretty old. Um, this one has a bunch of expansions, even has some legacy games. Um, and whereas, you know, Crystal had a game that was kind of, you know, everybody's supposedly together, but there you have the the saboteur, the sabotager. Uh, my game, everyone's working together. It's one of my favorite co-op games. Um and it's, you know, maybe not very timely considering what's happening right now. But I'm going with Pandemic. Um, so I love this game. Um, my roommates, when I lived on the farm, uh, my roommates, Sarah and Elliot, we got it and we would play this like every weekend there for like the whole summer. Um it was just super fun. We would get drunk and high and we would just, uh, you know, try to save the world from these uh, diseases. Uh, you know, of course, so you have four diseases that have uh, hit the world at the same time. Crazy, right? And then uh, you and up to four friends total, you know, you essentially grab the role of these specialists. I think there's like a medic, an engineer, a logistics guy, um, all, you know, different things that allow you to do certain, um, you know, gives you extra boosts throughout the game. But essentially you're just trying to cure the diseases before it's the point of no return before you lose, you know? Um, but I love this game because you're working with your, with your friends. You're not trying to beat them. You're trying to beat the board game. And sometimes you are yelling at this damn game. It just, because of how angry you are at it. But you're doing it with your friends. You're doing it as a unit. Um, and, you know, just like growing up, there was no really co-op board games. Like that was not a thing. And so like just to have this kind of new, fresh idea, at least um, this is new game, um, especially then pandemic, just the idea, of course, before the pandemic hit, of course, the idea of the world going in this kind of craziness was, I guess, appealing. And now it's not so appealing at all. But, you know, I kind of want to play it now just to see, oh, wow, how did they uh, think the pandemic was going to happen? How, you know, um, how did they have things spreading? I, I kind of want to play it again. Uh, it's been a minute to see how accurate. But uh, just as a co-op game, I, I had so much fun playing my, with my friends every time. Uh, always trying to switch your role, you know, be like, oh, I really want to be the medic this time, or just drawing random and seeing how hard that is, you know, because some of those roles are just jack shit. Like, they're not helping anybody. Why is that in the game? Um, so, yeah, um, has a lot of replayability always, because, you know, with the different people you play with, the different roles, um, I, I, I dig it. I, I think everyone should give that game a try. Crystal, have you played it before? I have. Um, not in a few years, but I, I definitely have, and I like it. Um, I have kind of mixed feelings on co-op games, and that's not just because I like to win things. But um, I feel like I'm more palatable at a co-op game because you're like, oh, I'm, not, I'm less competitive because we're all working for the same goal. Um but I just, and this is specific because I've only played this game with one group of people. 
And if the, the issue with co-op games is if you have one person who is like a my way or the highway kind of person, um, and you are also a my way or the highway kind of person like me, um, <laughs> that can be the cause of some frustration. But in general, I love, um, I love the game. Um, yeah, I'm typically a mixed bag when it comes to co-op games in general, but I like Pandemic and I've played it before. And um, I think it rings really true what you were saying about the, the roles making it quite replayable. Kyle, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so I've never played Pandemic, but I have a friend who I think it's like his favorite game. Um, and right before the pandemic hit, he was like really pushing for us to play. We never did. And now... <laughs> Like, I'm on the opposite end of, of you, Damon. Like, I'm almost like, I just don't want to. That's just triggering at this point. Like, I don't want, I don't want to play anything called Pandemic. But it does seem like a really fun game. Um, I've seen, like, mobile versions of it, too. Uh, I, I, I like the idea of a co-op game on paper. Um, it certainly depends on the people you play with. But um, I like the idea of, like, the role. The role idea is cool because, like you guys have already said, that makes for like a different game experience each time. Um, and yeah, I, I, I do like the idea of like you're you're beating the game, like you're all kind of working together to to beat the game, which is that's always fun. So maybe maybe in a couple of years when I I'm not triggered by the word pandemic, but <laughs> for now I just you'll have to I'll take your word for it. We're gonna <laughs> play pandemic, Kyle. Okay, it's gonna happen. <laughs> When quarantine like started getting really bad and like Contagion was like the number one movie on Netflix. And I was like, can't be me. Like yeah. I have no desire to watch this movie not, right now. Not at that point. No. <laughs> it was a, no. I'll just say it here. It was a shitty movie before quarantine and now it's a triggering <laughs> movie and a shitty movie. So it wasn't I, I even worth being damn, put on Netflix. I'd never seen it. So I, I never really wanted to. And yeah, <laughs> now I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But Kyle, I will say you would you have played a co-op game. You've played Among Us. It's just co-op-ish. You Minus know. one. For yeah. the most part. But you both know that I don't play it like a co-op game. I just play it to fuck with everyone and vote for Anna. But, you know, <laughs> sure, yeah, it's, it's a co-op game. <laughs> that's, that's very fair. Um, but I had to go with Pandemic. I didn't want to go super all old school games. And this is definitely one of the more modern ones that I just really enjoy. Um, and yeah, I hope at least this, you know, tempts other people that haven't played it to play. So, uh, at least Kyle's, Kyle's going to play it one day in the future. Sure. Yeah. Far, yeah. Far future. Um, and that's my third pick. So, um, let's roll on to Kyle's third pick. What you got? Um, okay. So I'm going to take, yeah, I'll, t I'll take, uh, a cue from you and also go a little bit more modern. Um, this one was lower on my board, but the more I think about it, it's one that like I've I've played more recently more than these other games. Um, I'm still relatively new to it. Um, I don't so I'm not positive how old it is, but it's definitely within like the last ten or so years. So it's a pretty recent game. Um, it's called Legendary. Um, the full title is Legendary, a Marvel deck building game. So uh, it's already got points because it's a Marvel game. That's always fun. Um, but it's yeah, it, deck building games have never really been my thing. But something about this one, this is another one that's kind of co-op. So if you're listening, you haven't played this. Basically, you are um, 
you get different decks. Um, I think the base, so it has tons of expansions now, but the base set has like 10 or 12 different Marvel characters, um, you know, like Captain America, Daredevil, and all of them. Uh, and, and you also, I think you can play with up to like uh, uh, five or six people at a time. Um, you're all working together. You are also working for your own individual points. So you, I mean, there, there is a winner game but you're still working against the game itself um there is a mastermind that um you put on the on the board at the beginning of the game it's another it's a marvel villain um and they'll have like basically attack points on them um and attack cards and then after that you will place um it's hard to explain without visualizing the board but there's basically uh you're in like new york and you will place on like the streets, you'll place four or five different villains below this mastermind. So you have to take them all out, but you basically use your own deck to to do that. Um, and every time a player's turn starts, they have to put a new villain on the board. Um, so you're kind of constantly playing catch up. Um, that's why the game, the games, the one detriment to the game is that it can take forever sometimes. Uh, I think the longest game I've played was like four or so hours, and that was um, rough. Uh, but uh, yeah, in the before times when we could see people and do things, um, I was like, it got to a point where I was playing this with my friend maybe like two or three times a week. Um, it gets very addicting very fast just because it's like once you do, once you finish one, you just want to keep going. Because it's like there is something fun about the cooperative side of it, like working together to especially when you're like a Marvel fan and you're like actually like living in the Marvel world and like, okay, we're going to team up and, you know, fight Thanos or whatever. Like there's there's just something cool about that. Um, And now that they have tons of expansions, they just started on the MCU itself and they're going by phases like the MCU does. Um, And so they have specific villains and packs and decks from from those movies um and yeah there's just something really fun about it you start out with like your deck is like really low in like attack and health points because you get like shield agents for your first deck um so they're all expendable and it takes forever to get the game going but there's something really really like empowering and like just there's nothing like having a deck full of like uh, Spider-Mans and Hulks and like just absolutely <laughs> dominating the board for a good solid 10 minutes because your turn can go forever if you play it right. You can just keep going and like drawing and playing again. Um, so that's why the games end up being so long. But yeah, if you're if you're into Marvel, it's just kind of an added treat because you get to, it's a fun game and you get to kind of nerd out over the artwork and stuff. But like I said, I'm not usually into deck building games, but this one is, this one's pretty fun. Okay, Crystal. What do you think? It sounds fun. Um, I'm also not typically... I don't know if I've ever played a deck building game. No, but I'm interested. Like, um, Yeah, I've been getting a lot more into Marvel since like the binge mode run and listening alongside that. And I have started reading comic books now. Um, which is definitely like the nerdiest thing I've ever done and I'm enjoying it but I feel like I'm like I'm on track to that being something I'd be interested in even though it's typically not something I'd be interested in but uh, just getting nerdier as quarantine continues so who knows you know and is it ever going to end we have no idea you know I, it feels like we're towards the end but like are we is it, right? is it really yeah when it's we started like we this, the end. 
I hadn't seen any of the Star Wars movies, and I'd only seen like a third of the Marvel movies, and now I've seen all of the all of those. (laughs) Yep, sounds good. I've seen all of them like twice. It seems like there's nothing else to do. Um, But you know, um, I've never played this game. Uh, It sounds really intriguing. Um, The deck. Do you the deck that's you're building? Is it just being built through the game that you play? And you have all of the cards already, or are you buying more cards for your deck to customize? Um, so depending on the like the expansion you pick of the game, I mean, if you use the base set, there are you, you decide before the game for all the players which decks you're going to use. So for one for one game, there are, I think there are like twenty plus decks to pick from um and you'll uh, amongst the players you'll decide which ones you want to play with including the villains and then once those are in play they're all shuffled around so everyone has a chance to get those um and so you're building your deck from that point and it's not it's not buying uh some of them are buying but mostly it's just shuffling around and drawing and it's kind of like the luck of the draw at that point gotcha Uh, okay Those are pretty fun. And are you drawing hero cards? Like you said, you you could have like two Spider-Man and three Hulk. Mm-hmm. Is it like those and also like boost cards and weapons, weapon cards also? Or they're they're all hero hero based. Um, okay. But the cool thing about that too is like so for Spider-Man, for example, I think he has like in one game he'll probably have seven or eight different decks because it's like the uh, just regular spider-man and then there's like spider-man noir and i think they even have spider-ham from the (laughs) spider-verse like they have fucking everything that's the cool thing too is just it's like a murderer's row of marvel characters um but yeah it's really fun that's the best part of the game is just kind of building your deck like i've i've i won't i won't be afraid to admit i have drawn out games unnecessarily just because i've been like looking at the cards and be like, oh, this is cool. I'm holding three different Spider-Man. And my friend will be like, all right, let's go. We got to we gotta get the game going. Um, but that's the best part of the game. So, <laughs> Okay. Um, you know, I had never, I've heard of it in passing, didn't really even know much about it. Um, it sounds like a pretty pop, it's kind of gaining popularity. Of course, you know, Marvel's getting just bigger and bigger. Um, I kind of want to give it a shot. You know, it sounds kind of intriguing. Uh, I love me some deck building, like, I, you know, I grew up playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And, like, mm-hmm. that... I have my deck still, like, somewhere in my closet ready to go if anyone ever <laughs> wants to duel. You know, I'm ready. Got my dragons on deck. Um, but, I, and like you said, anything Marvel, I'm it, it has bonus points for me, and it kind of, you know, pulls me in. I kind of want to be like, okay, I kind of want to play. You know how many times I'm like, I kind of want to give those Marvel app games a shot. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, don't do it. It's, yeah. You know, but i almost i think about it it'll steal your life i there's one for star wars that yeah it's taken way too much space on my phone and it has to be deleted (laughs) (laughs) um but that's a good one you know you you went with two classics and then hitting it with a little bit more modern but you're still going marvel so uh, i don't know that might harm you a little bit in the voting but i think it's a solid (laughs) pick um so that brings us to crystal's third pick uh what you got for us okay here's my other one that's sort of questionable in terms of it doesn't have like a board but i think with how we've discussed it it's fine um and i don't think this will be a surprise at all based on what i've said about what i like in a board game and just 
general what generally what you know about me um so my third pick is one night ultimate werewolf mm. yeah um which is basically the board game precursor to among us um it was the original game of gaslighting your friends um and i love it um uh, it also known as mafia maybe more popularly known as mafia um but i've typically just played ultimate werewolf um and it's again it just kind of ticks all those boxes i talked about it's quick um you can play a lot of rounds and have a lot of chances and kind of like adjust your strategy in real time and kind of play it differently as you go. And I just like, I find that part of it so fun. Um, yeah. If you couldn't tell, I love a social game. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So you, the, I've never played this game before, but you say it's kind of like among us. So everyone is kind of working together. Yeah. So I didn't hear, I didn't describe it. I'll describe it. Um, so basically there is as many as there is players, um, there is like kind of like square tokens on the board and everyone takes their token and you secretly look at it and it tells you what role you're going to be playing that round. So sort of like crewmate imposter in among us, um, there is a couple more, like there's, it, it's a little more complicated than that in werewolf. Um, but basically some people, it's usually like two or three people, um, are werewolves and at the beginning they know who the other werewolves are and at the end of the game the point is to not reveal that they are werewolves and get everyone to vote to kill someone who's innocent rather than one of the werewolves um so villagers are kind of the the default crewmate style delegate and then there is um other special powers that allow you to like look at one person's card and see who they are or swap cards with someone else. Um, so there's a lot of layers and you can kind of, again, replayability. It's really quick. It's a different game. Every time there's lots of like options on how you add those additional roles that make it a little bit different every time. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like all my answers are in the same category, but like, just let me gaslight my friends. <laughs> Sounds pretty dope. Uh, Kyle, what do you think about this game? Have you played? Yeah, I've only played it a couple times, but is it's like it could easily become a favorite if I played it more. Um, it's also like I didn't realize this, but I'm looking it up now, and I guess this is like it support. It says it supports more players than any other game. Like you can play with up to like 75 people. Now I never want to do that because that sounds like absolute anxiety um but that's cool uh, that's cool that that's an option um yeah i i think crystal said it best like there's really nothing else to be said just let me gaslight my friends uh <laughs> this is this is super fun um yeah this this is a kind of a classic i, I it was always mafia for me and then i mm -hmm. realized there was like an actual game version of it um and i think there's also a lot of different expansions of this one too so yeah, yeah, lots of fun. Gotcha. Um, I really want to play it. I mean, any game where you know you're trying to suss out who the person is and people's fucking shit up. I mean, you have you have two of those essentially, uh, Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, dig it. I have uh, a type. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, 
So that's your third pick. And it's called, what was it called again? One Night Ultimate Werewolf. One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Mm -hmm. Interesting name, but, uh, you know, I think it, it stands tall. I think werewolf is the base of the game and it like one night ultimate might be like as an expansion on its own. But um, I feel like that's just the version I've heard of. And when I Googled it, that's what popped up. So okay. to get the title. <laughs> well, that's mm. Crystal's third pick. Um, and before we get to the very last round, we're going to go to a quick break. Yeah, so then I just politely declined his offer to go back to his home with uh, with him and his wife. And that's how I found out William Howard Taft was a swinger. Yeah, crazy story, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, hello there. Um, I didn't realize this was recording, but while we're here, <clears throat> Planet Fantasy is brought to you by the Coalition Against Dr. Pepper. Look, you know it, I know it. Our safety, our health is being threatened right now, and that's by one thing, Dr. Pepper. Luckily, there is a cause working hard, working vigilantly against this heinous, heinous drink. And you can help. We are currently campaigning to get Dr. Pepper removed from grocery stores, gas stations, college campuses, where we all know they do their worst work. And you can help. All you have to do is visit change.org slash Dr. Pepper equal Satan. That's change.org slash Dr. Pepper equal Satan. It's that easy. One click at a time, we're all going to remove this heinous drink and enter a Dr. Pepper list 2021. I believe it. You believe it. Let's make it happen, America. Back to, back to Planet Fantasy. And we're back, guys. Uh, and we are going to be going to Crystal. Uh, she just had her third pick. And uh, Crystal, do you want to give us a quick rundown of your three first picks before we go to your last? Sure. Um, so the theme of my picks is social games. Um, so my picks were Betrayal at House on the Hill. Uh, Jungle Speed, which is a card-based reaction time quickness game, um, and One Night Ultimate One Night Ultimate Werewolf, which is a game of sussing out your friends and uh, murdering them. Lovely. Um, and actually, maybe surprisingly, I'm going to go a completely different direction for my last one. Uh, which is weird because you've all heard me say there's really only one direction. Ha <laughs> um, well, Of course there had to be a mention of, of that. <laughs> my last pick is One Direction, the board game. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm sure it does exist, though. Oh, God. Um, oh, yeah. No, they were the height of, like, capitalism. Um, okay. So my last pick is a completely different direction. It is sort of a co-op game um it does not involve murdering anyone and it does not involve gaslighting your friends so um and i'm gonna also assume it's one you guys have never heard of so i'm ready to explain it's called fog of love 
Okay, I I think I remember someone talking about this on uh, the group chat or like on on the Facebook group. Maybe me. I I believe it because it was to like Amber and Thad because Amber. Yes. Yep. Okay. It was me. So basically, it's a romantic comedy board game. Um, it's two player board game. It's only you can only play with two players. Um, it is not polyamory friendly. Um, but basically you are in a relationship. You and the person you are playing with are a couple. Um, it is, it's pink and blue, but it is gender neutral. Like you can be whichever, whatever you want to be. Um, and basically, um, it, it lays out different scenarios, uh, so you start with like an easy pack, like it gets more complicated as you continue to play games. But to to kind of start you off, you'd have like high school sweethearts. And then it's like, okay, you guys are high school sweethearts. Um, and this is your life. So it sets out like some scenarios, like here's where you are in life. Here's what you're doing. And then you have event cards. So each turn you play event cards and they are different categories. There's serious ones, drama ones, and like light ones. I don't remember what it's called. Um, And they can range from, do you think I look fat in this outfit? And you have to like discuss how you're going to answer that question. Um, And basically it's a multiple choice question. So your partner um, has four options on how they would respond to that question. And you, uh, and you have little tokens that are like ABCD multiple choice. So you have to pick how you would respond as the other half of that couple. And then I pick how I would want you to respond. And then we both reveal them at the same time. And there's either rewards or punishments based on if you're on the same page as a couple. So these can range from like simple things like, do I look fat in these jeans? Should we go out to this friend's party to some of the more dramatic ones, which are like, Hey, I cheated on you with your best friend. Um, And yeah, it gets, it gets bigger and it can get more and more complicated and you can have secret cards that are hidden. And unless like your partner gets a certain card to reveal your secrets, they stay hidden until the end of the game. Um, And basically you're working towards your life goal. So you have at the beginning, like four or five life goals to choose from, and they can range. um, So they're individual and they're paired with your partner. So some of them are like true love and to, to be happy in the end, you have to be at a certain love level with your partner. Um, there's one, like my partner above all else, where it's like they need to be happier than you for you to be happy in the end and things like that. So it's like, yeah. it's not really a win or loss game, um, but there is either you end up together or you break up or you stay together unhappily. Um <laughs> Sounds like a great option game that with your significant other. So it, here's the caveat. I've never played it with an actual significant other. <laughs> um, it, my po- podcast co-host and best friends game. So I've only ever played it with her. Um, we make a great couple, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's really fun. And I think it could be really interesting to play with a partner, but uh, you definitely have to be careful what you're getting into. Um, and as you play the further expansions and get better at the game, you can get married and start having kids and your storylines and things like that. Um, so it's kind of totally different from everything else I've said. 
Um, but it's just a really fun game. Like it leads to us having these really interesting conversations about like how we would react in situations and um, things like that. And uh, it's just like a really unique, interesting game. And again, I say it for all of my games, but it's very replayable because it is event card based. Like there's so many different options and really every game, every relationship that you have is going to be different. Um, and I mean, you choose how your character is going to be like, you have character traits, you can be yourself in one game, you can be an asshole in another game, you know, like you can be a bad partner and be going towards like a selfish goal. Um, and it's kind of like, so there is still that kind of social strategy involved. Maybe it's not as different. Huh? I want to be Anakin Skywalker. And the fog of love. That's how you, yeah. Seduce option A, I hate sand. <laughs> option B, I'm in agony. <laughs> the most romantic uh, lines. <laughs> uh, this game, like, it, it kind of sounds like, you know, it gives me super, like, newlywed vibes. Uh, yeah. Game mm-hmm. vibes. And, like, for one, also, we're still doing a game show draft one day, but I love game yeah. shows. I love the Same. newlywed game. Because it was like, what? Like, you really better hope y'all know each other. Because otherwise, like, y'all about to get mad. <laughs> well, the thing know- is, is it's like you're really only yourself to a certain degree. You're kind of a character. So there, it does take an element of the self out of it. But we definitely have argued as we have played. <laughs> that sounds really fun. It, it really does sound like a fun, silly, goofy game to play. And, you know, just to see what y'all kind of agree on and not agree on. Um, But, yeah, I definitely think this is more of a light game. And hopefully there's a warning on the box to say don't play with with your your (laughs) significant other. It doesn't sound healthy at all. Kyle, what do you think? Um, Yeah, uh, everything about this game terrifies me. Um, (laughs) God, that's so much stress. Uh would never play this with a significant other like never uh but it sounds fun otherwise um i i also really love the newlyweds game that was i agree game show game show podcast has to happen soon because um the newlyweds is fun um but yeah i also feel like this is one that could very easily turn into a good drinking game like you mm-hmm. said there were like uh, like prizes and punishments for if you get answers right and wrong. Um, yeah. So yeah, you could easily parlay that into like a, a drinking game. Um, but this sounds like a potentially disastrous but also a really fun game. <laughs> I love it. And of course, Crystal somehow was able to get three games that well, two games I never heard of and three games I've never played. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything quite as chaotic for as Waluigi for this one. So I was like, I guess I just got to go with like modern games. Um, so you say that and everyone is, has no idea what we're talking about. So of course, guys, never know. The, the uh, lost Crystal episode. Part of the lost episode that we've mentioned before. Uh, you know, we were doing uh, our, our holiday dinner guests uh, party and uh, Crystal had the best uh draft pick ever and y'all just won't ever hear it maybe we'll like try to edit that maybe we'll be able to salvage that audio clip and just it may be my favorite joke i've ever made too so (laughs) yeah uh 
she wanted Waluigi at her uh, holiday dinner party, and it it still haunts me in my dreams. It's that that image. <laughs> but uh, that's why she's back, um, and, and really killed it with her with her boards, uh, with her board games. So I, I love it. Uh, we'll have you back again, Crystal, for sure. Hell yeah. Um, Kyle, uh, we're with your last pick. You want to give us that rundown real quick? Uh, yeah. So I've got. Um, I started off with Clue. Um, I've got Battleship, and I've got Legendary, um, Legendary colon a Marvel deck building game, um, but just Legendary. Uh, and so for my last pick, I'm gonna go. I I got one new one or one recent one, but I'm gonna go back to the classics. Um, this is the game that really harnesses my grumpy old man energy. Um, it's such a dated game, but I really love it. Uh, it's kind of another one that has to do with strategy. It's kind of in the name. Um, I'm going to go with Stratego, um, just based off the fact that it's the most fun name to say. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Stratego, if you're listening, you haven't played. Basically, it's another 1v1 game. Um, I didn't plan to have two of those because usually I don't like playing 1v1 games, but uh, this is a this is a really good one. Uh, it's a strategy board game. You are playing on a board of um, like ten by ten squares um, on like this battlefield, and each player controls forty pieces. They represent um, different ranks in an army. Um, each rank has uh, a number from one to I think one to ten, um, and the objective is you are trying to get uh, and find and capture your opponent's flag. Um, there are also bombs involved. You can place, you know, bombs at strategic kind of areas on your side of the, the map. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like, uh, kind of like the card game war where like, if you bring your player up in front of one of theirs, the higher rank wins the kind of the standoff. Um, there are also spies in the game, um, where you can basically, um, I think it's been a while, but I think you can like. I'm trying to remember if you. I think you like face a spy against one of theirs, and you can lie about his rank or something like that. I I forgot the rules of that one, but the spy usually ended up being the uh, the um, the trigger for for me to throw the board. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it's a really fun game. It's it's a uh, it's one of those like we would pull it out and like literally wipe the dust off of it before playing. Um, it's just like, we always had one at, at our house for some reason. Um, but yeah, I, I love war, the card game. Um, that's one of my favorites. And then the, like the concept of capture the flag in a board game is just really fun. Um, the bomb placement is, is a fun part of it too. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, so it's kind of like the idea of chess of like advancing your pieces and trying to kind of overtake the board. Um, but you get to do it with like fictional armies, which is always fun. And I think this one also has some um, different like versions of it, kind of like Clue does. I've never played any of the other ones, but I'm imagining uh, I'm just assuming they have a Game of Thrones version because if they don't, then that's a sorely missed opportunity. I mean, they, they have to. Um, or like a Lord of the Rings one or, or something. Um, but yeah, this is just a really fun, another strategy-based one, um, but one that moves at a bit of a faster pace because it's pretty straightforward. You're like, you know what you're doing each time. Um, I'm also not the person to uh, plan out his moves, so that's why I lose most most of the times I play this game, but it's, it's, uh, it's a good good time. <laughs> 
Gotcha. Crystal, how do you feel about Stratego? I have never played it. And did not know or understand the rules until Kyle explained it. Still don't understand them, but now I know them. <laughs> Good to know. Um, so I have never played the game myself either. Um, I didn't know the rules of it until I recently looked it up. This, uh, this uh, you know, researching for the draft. I just never, it was never, we never had it as a kid. I never had a friend who had it. Uh, I think whenever we saw it, like, you know, on the, in the aisle at the store, it was just like, oh no, that it's a war game. And I just, it was never, it was always kind of put off on it. You know, I'm really honestly surprised I ever played Risk, but I did end up playing Risk. I feel like I would enjoy this a, a bit more. Like it does look very uh, chess-like, you know, and the strategy and the, the way to move. Um, but like you said, I mean, I never knew what it was even about, so I just never, the, the board itself was never really appealing to me. It needed to up its game, you know? Um, yeah. you know, I'm just not the biggest war guy, but this, this sounds pretty fun. I gotta say, um, what's your favorite, uh, part about the game? Is is it just like the fact that it's kind of the war base or, or what, like the different kinds of tiles? Uh, so I'm. I'm positive that this is cheating, but the rules that we always played growing up was that we were allowed to move the flag constantly during the game. Um, so that was the best part for me. Again, that is almost certainly illegal. Like, I feel like you shouldn't be able to move your flag once it's planted. But that was the best part because there were so many times when, like, whoever I was playing with would get, like, a space away from it. And then I would just, like, kind of subtly move it to the other side of the map and just kind of like not say anything. And it's just, uh, it's great to uh, screw with someone like that. Yeah, Kyle, I'm, I'm reading the, the rules right now. You cannot move <laughs> or flag pieces. Sweet. Well, you know, <laughs> but rules, hey, are, rules. rules are for house squares. Rules. Rules. <laughs> That's all that matters. House rules, man. Um, I really want to play this. We got to play it now whenever I come visit. So yes, absolutely. Um, I will say this was on every list I looked at for board game lists and rankings. So mm-hmm. I think this is a very solid pick. Um, and I've at least heard of it. Um, never played it. so But I, I think that's a pretty solid pick. Uh, probably better than the pick I'm about to pick. <laughs> um, so I had not figured out what I was going to go with for my fourth pick up until like 10 minutes ago. Um, I had like a list of several options. I was like, I could go with these, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. They, they just, I don't know. They don't seem right. And then y'all was, y'all were picking these, these games I'd never heard of before. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I'm going to go off the wall. I'm going to go with the game that I literally had the most fun playing. Okay. And like, I, I brought this game up to people throughout my life. And everyone's like, huh, what game? <laughs> um, but I'm going to go with Beyond Balderdash. Okay. I've, I've, ever heard heard, of I've heard of Balderdash, but not Beyond. It, it, it's just the version of it. So we'll, we'll okay. just say Balderdash. It's, it's, but it's kind of, I think Beyond Balderdash became Balderdash. So, gotcha. But, uh, but essentially, Balderdash is the whole idea is to essentially bluff your friends, essentially to 
come up with things that are so believable, they think that uh, the game come came up with it, or it's actually true. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it's this board. It's a very simple board. You're just moving up the ladder to the to the end spot, and you move by a. Uh, you know, I think you get certain points for people guess thinking that yours is the right is the uh, correct answer, and you get points if uh, I, I think like if you didn't guess the, if you guess the right answer, you get points as well. But essentially, uh, there's different categories like movies where you're supposed to make up a plot of the the title of the movie. Uh, they give you the date, and you're supposed to say what happened on that date. Uh, they give you the name of a person, and you're supposed to write down what that person did, or initials. You have to make up what the initials stand for, essentially. It's like acronyms. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And so you're trying to come up with a believable answer. And then every round, you you mix them up along with the correct answer. And the person mm-hmm. reads them, and you put down which one you believe is the right answer. And so, therefore, the more believable, the better chance you have of people thinking yours is the right one. And, mm-hmm. of course, you get to move up on the board. I love this game. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of similar to Quiplash in a way. You sort of, you know, trying to get people Quibbage. to guess. Quippage. Yes, that's it. You know, having yeah. people guess what yeah. the best one is or the better, the real one is. Um, I just love this because it was super creative. It let me, like come up with really fun stuff on the on the go on the fly you know you only had like a minute or two to come up with the answer uh i definitely love the movie one because there would be super really random movie titles like um <laughs> one i don't know I, I can't come up with any off the top of my head because they were so ridiculous they, they were real movies too you know <laughs> the ones i'd never even heard of so you'd be like oh god yeah this uh this cop uh that bad off his luck had to go rescue a kid from uh the bad cult you know just random stuff <laughs> you, you try to make it really flourishy and like make it sound like something that the you know the game would write yeah and yeah. It's super fun if you had the right group of friends mm-hmm. um you know people who are really creative themselves i really wish i had this game now uh to play because i definitely had some friends back in the day who just was like just would put down the most absurd, dumb answers that you're like, well, I, I, I definitely know that's not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you really had people who are really into it and trying their best, it was, it was super fun. Um, and I'm probably going to end up buying this game because it's on sale on Amazon. So, yeah, uh, Crystal, what do you think? Honestly, it sounds awesome. It sounds like I would really like it. Um. I tend to be good at and enjoy the kind of quick thinking on your feet type games. Um, I guess that's probably not surprising based on my picks. Uh, But I feel like, I think I played the original Balderdash once, like in grade school, but it was just, um, and this is why I think it's the original Balderdash, because it's just words. It's just word definitions. Exactly. Um, way more fun stuff than you just said yeah Mm -hmm. um i would love to play it though like that sounds super fun um yeah i'm definitely very interested kyle what do you think yeah i so i've always like been aware of balderdash i had no idea like it was like this i mean it kind of just sounds like a 
I guess this is a don't judge a book by its cover kind of case, but like it just sounds like a very stuffy, like old school board game from the title. All of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, it sounds super fun, especially the Beyond, where you can do you know movies and stuff like that. Like I feel like Thad would excel with the movie one. Uh, <laughs> so that's uh, that actually sounds like like a ton of fun. Um, I love just being able to bullshit off the top of my head and like come up with the craziest whatever. Um, Fibbage is one of my favorite Jackbox games. It sounds just like that. And uh, yes. I, when you were describing it, I looked up and saw that um, they also have a TV. Uh, game show version of this one as well. Um, I don't know how long it ran, but they, it says it aired on PAX and uh, was hosted by Elaine Bougier? Boozler? I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, it seems like a really good like one to do a game show for because watching people just kind of bullshit on the spot would be super fun. Um, so yeah, this is probably one that I'm going to seek out after you know, after the fact, because it kind of seems right up my alley. So great, great last minute pick. Thank you. Um, it, it, it's honestly, yeah, if you have the right crew, it it's beyond fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that, and that would conclude the last pick of the draft guys. Um, not a monopoly in sight. I, I dig <laughs> it. Um, yeah, but I, we really kind of went a little all over the place. A couple classics, a couple more modern takes, uh, ones I've never heard of, ones that they all sound really fun. Uh, like Fog of Love, I kind of want to play that with anybody, you know, just see what happens. Uh, you guys could play it as an episode, just so you know. <laughs> like, that would totally work. Okay. Great. We might, we might have a Planet Fantasy Fog of Love uh, Valentine's <laughs> Day special next year, okay? Yeah, we've got a whole year. <laughs> we got a whole year to plan it. Uh, we can do it. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy with my board. Um, I, I feel like everyone pretty much got who what they were wanting. I don't think anything got really stolen. Um, what, what was some that y'all were thinking about but just ultimately decided not to go with? Cop. Um, so there's one that I've only recently started playing. I got it for my birthday last year and I've only, so it's another cooperative one. Um, it's, it's called Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery or Hogwarts battle. I think, um, it's pretty fun. You kind of, you play year by year. So it's like seven different, I guess, rounds or games. Um, and there's like, it's similar to the legendary one where there's like a villain each game. And then once you get to like year five or six, there's Horcruxes involved that you have to like defeat and stuff. Um, it's kind of just like the, it's like the less fun version of legendary. So that's kind of why I went with, with that one. Um, but it, it's, if you want like a shorter version than the Harry Potter one is kind of the, the better alternative. And then I briefly considered, I briefly considered Candyland, but only after Damon said it was the worst game, just purely out of spite. Uh, but I'm glad I didn't go with it. I really wish you had gone with Candyland. I would have roasted you so hard. Like, <laughs> good God. That, the ultimate game of chance. And then it's just colors, guys. It's just color matching. That's all that's happening. It's real pretty for the kids. Um, yeah. Crystal, what what was some uh, honorable mentions? Um, Trivial Pursuit. Yes, same. was on my short list. I love trivia. I always have loved trivia. Um, yeah. And then my other one, and I mentioned it in the opening game, is Nightmare, 
um, slash atmosphere is the new version of it. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this a little bit more obscure. So it's like um, an interactive game before interactive games existed. So Nightmare was a VHS-based game. Um, so you would set up your board and everyone would sit down to play it. And it's a very spooky game. So you'd shut off all the lights and you'd put the VHS in. And basically it's a timed video and he's going to like yell at you at certain points in the game. Like he'll stop you from playing. Sorry. He is, um, the gatekeeper and he's very ugly and mean and he calls you maggot and he tells you how worthless you are or whatever, but um, he'll like pop up and stop the game and you have to speak to him. Um, so when he stops you, he'll say, stop, whose turn is it? And you have to respond out loud. Yes, my gatekeeper, uh, even though this is literally a VHS. Um, and the like plot of the game, if you will, is that you have to collect a bunch of these keys and basically escape. It's kind of like Clue if you were trying to escape. Um, so you have to collect a bunch of things from around the board and basically make it to the middle, which has everyone's deepest fears and, um, and escape. Uh, so they have made newer versions of this. I know there was a DVD version called Atmosphere, like F-E-A-R, Fear. Um, but the original game, Nightmare, it, it, it must have really, like, I wasn't, like, this came out before I was born, but it must have really revolutionized like interactive games because this is literally an inter a game you would interact with when we were still using VHSs. Mm -hmm. It kind of sounds like the beginning of escape rooms almost. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. I dig it. Um, I had a couple different games on my list. Like I was thinking game of life, you know, for the mm -hmm. nostalgia Disney villains. That's a super fun one. Yeah. That's a great game. Um, Batgammon is a, Real big favorite Another of mine. Another strategy one. Mm -hmm. I love strategy games. I really do. <laughs> uh, Chinese Checkers, another one. Scattergories is a super Ooh. big, fun yeah, one of mine. I love that one. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Trivial Pursuit, you know. But uh, I'm, I'm really happy with my picks. And I really like y'all's. Um, any last thoughts about the, the picks, y'all? Uh, I just really want to play Nightmare now. Um, the it's, guy ber berating me and telling me I'm worthless just sounds... That's honestly, my Google it. Like I'm sure you can find videos of it on YouTube. It. We'll do that and... as a podcast, okay? We'll just <laughs> we'll, we'll stream it on Twitch, you know? <laughs> but we'll have to have like someone on as a guest as the, the gatekeeper and just have them yelling at us the whole time. Uh, Done. All you have to do is ask. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Well, everybody, that is another episode. That's our board games draft. Uh, if you want to let us know who you think won, uh, what's the best pick, which board games we really should have drafted instead, uh, hit us up at planet.fantasypod at gmail.com. Follow us on planet.fantasy. And uh, I definitely still haven't gotten a Twitter up, even though I keep saying it. You know, that's just uh, what I do. Um, I'm going to make that promise again, guys. <laughs> we'll have it going up very shortly. Um, but uh, until then, Kyle? Yeah, and just real quick, guys, um, because there is a lost episode that we didn't get to put this info out last time, um, our good friend Crystal is also the host of a podcast. Um, what is the name of your po podcast, my friend? Yeah, my podcast is called Big Bitch Energy. 
and it is exactly like it sounds. <laughs> um, so me and my best friend and co-bitch Kimber basically just talk about pop culture and current events and what's going on, um, but from a feminist, leftist, kind of leaning political lens. And um, yeah, we have fun with it. I, I will put a plug out that we are releasing a bonus episode very soon that contains um, my personal MCU rankings and my my fir- my takes on the MCU after my first full watch through. Ah, nice. I'm very excited. Love that. that mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, we have uh, our next episode coming up is with our very own Kyle's girl. Yeah, uh, we're gonna be joined by uh, Nadia, and we're gonna be breaking down um, our essential uh, animated shows. Uh, it's a big one. We've no, talked- you're wrong, Kyle. That's that's wrong. <laughs> oh no, you're JK. wrong. I knew it was animated shows. I just didn't know what it was. <laughs> I mean, that episode, we have already done that episode, and it was definitely very good. No, we did animated movies. I, animated I'm movies. Yeah. We're just a mess We're here. We're just drunk. <laughs> um, drunk and high, yeah. Um, but no, we're we're making our very own, our dream animated TV show. That's oh, so, the one. Yeah, yeah, coming up with the, the creator, the style, the, the plot. Whatever you know, just kind of going crazy with it. Gonna be Shira. <laughs> yeah, Nadia is just gonna <laughs> be. She's gonna. Nadia, she's just gonna say Shira happens, and just be this like, happens. Nadia, that is show already. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's my dream though. Okay, but what about this one? No, Nadia, that's the Dragon Prince. You're just giving us animated shows. <laughs> but I love them. I, I but uh, I, I can't wait. Um, I. I love animated shows. You know, we give so much love for it. So that's going to be a fun one. But Crystal, thank you so much for, for joining us again. And this one's definitely going to air. People are going to hear it. And hopefully we'll have you back again. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. And uh, everybody hope to hear from you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. <laughs>